Hello, Hello everybody. everybody! Welcome back to Stupid Feelings. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Kennedy. And did we miss last week? No. Oh, I don't know. Did we? No. I remember we recorded twice, but I don't know if we uploaded. We What did we talk about? We uploaded. The last podcast we uploaded was all about the summer I turned pretty. Ah. Uh, and it was like the female gaze. Oh, okay. Do you remember? Oh my yeah. god. Okay, guys. Since then, I have read the book. Yeah. And Kennedy has read all three? Yeah. What a doozy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm. They're so easy to read that you just get swallowed in them. I personally didn't read like the book book. I listened to the audiobook, which was my first time doing that. And I really enjoyed it because... It just, the time went by so fast. It was a six-hour read. Mm. Um, I spent three of those hours driving from my hometown to this house. And then the other three, making shirts for our store. There you go. And I, and I finished it. Yeah. How do you feel about the show after reading it? I still feel the same way. Like, it just has, like, this little uh-huh. this little magic in it. It made me... Even, like, reading the book, because they explained more in depth of, like, how mm-hmm. she was feeling internally. Yeah. I resonated with... Because I remember the days for, like, the little things. Like, even if a conversation was just, like, two minutes with the guy. Yeah. It would stay with me the whole day. Like, I would feel, like, butterflies mm-hmm. all over. It was beautiful. And, like, I haven't felt that way in a long time. Because, like, now we're adults. Now we've been hurt. It's, you know, like, it's we don't very have, much giving, like, first crush, like, when yeah. you're young. And, like, now that you're older, oh, my God, why it's am I thinking? It's not even fun anymore. Why am I thinking that Lainey song, The Older You Get, The Less You Cry? Because he talks about, like, after being hurt so much, he doesn't know if he can love somebody the way he could have loved somebody yeah. prior to the heartbreak. You're just, it's just tainted. That's how it is for me now. Because I'm like, I don't know if I will get butterflies over somebody again. Like, I really think that I'm, like, legit broken right now. (laughs) I like the books. (laughs) I like the books. The second book was really good. Mm -hmm. I haven't started it. I cried. I bawled my eyes on that one. Mm -hmm. Read it. Don't listen to it. I asked you and your sister the other day, and you said that I could listen to the second one, but I had to read the third. Oh, I guess. So I have to read the second one and the third. Like yeah. you suggest. Yeah, I suggest reading. For sure, read the last one. Okay. Because it's just Jenny Han. Okay. Jenny Han just, she's crazy freaker with her books. Okay. Um, I just realized we didn't even give an intro. I'm so sorry, oh but if, if these past three minutes has shown you anything... It's, th- we're a shit show. That... This podcast, we're called Stupid Feelings. We just talk about anything under the sun, relationships, friendships, uh, things in pop culture, things in real culture. Uh. In society. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thing in culture. Yes. Like, we just speak out of our ass. We say whatever comes to mind. We like to say this is like a raw and unedited podcast. There aren't very many of those. So here you will always get... It raw. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Is that what you were thinking of saying? Yes, but of I didn't course wanna, it is. But I didn't want to say that. I only do it raw. I have no words. I wish you guys could see like a visual of what we look like because the face Kennedy just made me top tier. 
I can't even. I don't have words after that sentence. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome back. If you're new here, subscribe, like, comment, uh, share. Shout follow- out. What? Like, give us a follow shout Follow us out. on Instagram, uh, Stupid Feelings Podcast. Follow my personal Instagram, Cassandra Marie. <laughs> follow Kennedy's Instagram, Kennedy.Roxanne. Follow our business, Shop Girl, Girl Almighty. Almighty. Follow our foundation. Okay. Girl Almighty Foundation. <laughs> I wonder, I sometimes wonder if people are like, these girls are so far up their own asses. Like, they're, like, what? Let's talk about that for a sec. Okay. Because. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. In the times from when we last recorded to now, we really took the reins and started the foundation. Yeah. I don't think they realize, like, nobody. Okay. Yeah, so, like, if you think that we're just bums because we just fucking forget to record and upload, no. We're constantly doing things. We have a business. We now have a foundation. Kennedy has a full grown-ass adult job. We have a fucking podcast. I have depression. (laughs) (laughs) I have anxiety. And We're always doing something. Yeah, and I, I feel like, have I told you, like, I've been like, have, I wonder what people think. Yeah, that's like, why I said, let's talk about fucking, this. Like, what the fuck is okay, in their head? Okay, Kennedy brought that up, and I was like, no, honestly, because let me just say, Instagram for me, I know it's not about the likes, especially because, like, that new feature that says, like, hide likes, I think that's really helped the culture of social media a lot. Yeah. Because it, it's made it more low-key, more personal, mm-hmm. right, to post. But I've just noticed as I've gotten more fun with my Instagram, I've been posting more like just candid shots, just random. Like, I feel pretty today. I want to take a picture. I post it. The likes have significantly gone down from before when I would post like maybe once a month. Mm. You know what I mean? And if I did post, I was only posting because I was traveling. I was doing some kind of milestone that needed a photograph. It was like something was happening an event it was like an update but that's like more what i'm doing on facebook now it's like facebook is where i update randomly because that's where i have my family feel that yeah but instagram it's like people that that matter to me Mm -hmm. like i'm not that my family doesn't matter but what i'm saying is like it's more like your own little mini blog diary yes exactly and And i i think oh you know something about that too because it it did change a bit i freaking hate how the feed is now like you can Mm -hmm. go in there and change just to like your following i hate that i see only the celebrities or influencers or like really people that have a lot of followers only on my thing like Mm -hmm. i want to go see the people that i follow but i have to go manually change it and say yeah and a lot of people don't know that instagram changed its settings to that and i'm like i'll i want to see the celebrities that i follow yeah that's why i follow them but then what's the point if they're just gonna come up i just want a good mixture yeah because i feel like i'm seeing yes the celebrities i follow and even like just normal people but i see the same chunk always yes and i'm like do the other people people. that i follow don't post or exactly you know what i mean it's the same people and i would have to be creeping to go on to see if they've posted anything but i i was just wondering like or like i see it but they posted it like days ago yeah and i'm like oh shit i didn't see that and I know that happens with my stuff because I get likes like three mm-hmm. or four days later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know they're not creeping. Yeah. It just probably popped up on their yeah. feed. So I'm wondering, like, are my are my uh, likes declining because the type of photos I'm taking now, like, whatever? 
or the algorithm or are people just fucking fed up with my face and then kennedy <laughs> i always think that kennedy brought that up and we were talking about like i wonder if people think that one we're full of ourselves and two like we just they can't get away from us because like we're fucking annoying <laughs> yeah and then kennedy said that she ran into someone that we went to school with and she said that one of our oh, ex-professors yeah was wanting to get a hold of us so that we could do something with the school, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was just wondering, like, wow, like, how did they find out about us? Like, I wonder if our name is, like, being talked yeah. about, like, at school in yeah. around places. Like, are, <laughs> like, are, we, are we famous? No. No, okay, but you listen, know what I mean? We have like, to toot our own horn sometimes. Okay, toot it. It's a tooted. <laughs> oh, it's been tooted. It's tooted. Teated. And it's tooted. Tated. Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> no, but it's I don't think we're full of ourselves, but we are two people who are very social media savvy. So naturally, we're going to be posting. Yeah. We love to take pictures, we love to dress up cute, we love to look cute. So obviously, we're going <laughs> to share. And then with Even our- at that though, we have our own personal accounts and like the business and the foundation, but then we have multiple other accounts. Like you mm-hmm. have your Finsta. I have my my uh, dispo one. Mm-hmm. I have a work one. You have other ones. I have one for my I dog. I have a Lainey, a fan page one. Yeah. It's like. But we just love and to we post. post on those. But and, and then, then we our, have the podcast. Our TikToks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure people are like, "Why the fuck these girls like don't shut up? Like they just like, yeah." But also, I can't get away my, from them. My thing is unfollow. <laughs> like real. honey, I will not I get it, hurt. Yeah. Just unfollow me. It just Especially comes with it. How I see it is, I almost have 900 followers on Instagram. I should have at least. 600 fall uh 600 likes a photo dude yeah that's how i see like, it why are you following like, me and not liking my photos yeah i did a while ago i did i took off i did like a what is it called like a no me too i went on a, de- a purge yeah i went not on a purge, purge. A, no a declutter purge. Oh, okay i don't know not to like get rid of people but just like I don't know. And then sometimes if I don't vibe with what... I'm going to sound like a bitch. Sorry, I drink water. If I don't vibe, like... I don't know. Like, if I haven't actually spoken to you, or if you're a freaking rando on my stuff, I'm going to take you off. That, if I don't like what you're posting, like, if you're, like, super Republican yeah, and you piss me off, I take you off. Or, like, if you haven't posted in five years, I took you off. Or if you don't talk to me slash like my photos and I don't do that either and like we haven't spoken in a thousand years yeah. you're off like no hate I do like though that like the light the number of likes are away yeah because I don't know and not that I ever really looked at the likes but I just like how I know the that- way of kind of posting like it's just like your own diary like it's just like a blog it has post. changed and it's kind of like gone back to what Instagram started as yeah. A few days ago, Kennedy was oh. deep diving onto my Instagram because I love not deleting my photos. So mm-hmm. I have every fucking Instagram I've ever posted since I opened it, which I think was like, was it like 2010 or 2011? I don't know. One of those. So I've had my whole life basically is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Kennedy deep dived and she said that like, at one point, like in the beginning, it was kind of like a blog. It was like, how am I feeling right now? What's my emotion? Yeah. Look at what I'm eating. Look at what I'm watching. Look it at how I'm feeling. It was very, like, innocent, spur of the moment. Just like... Yeah. And I think that's how Instagram is now starting to be, but with better quality photos. Yeah. 
but the same kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But also, like, my personal Instagram is still a little more structured, a little, like, I I show a specific side of my personality on my personal one. Yeah. But then I have my Finsta, which I don't think people are calling it Finsta anymore, but it's you just... You say Finsta? I just say Finsta because it's my second Instagram. It's more personal. It's private. Only, like, my bestest of bestest friends are on there, and I post a photo a day of what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. And that one, like, I don't care if it's cute or not. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. posting it because it's funny, it's memorable, and whatever. Yeah. It's like a diary. My sister has a Finsta, so that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, I don't, I don't know, because my sister, my, I have a younger sister, and she comes at me, and she's like, it's just weird to pose for photos. Yeah. In, like, for Instagram. And I see hers, and I see all her little friends, and how they do their, like, all these high schoolers, right? Like, they don't make the rules, but I'm just seeing how they do it. They post when they're on vacation, or they're doing something, they have maybe like five posts total, but like a thousand followers. But I was gonna say, and the their way- posts aren't posed. They're just like can- yeah, they're very like much, not cute, very much candid. Yeah, giving blur, giving candid, giving like not edited, not no filters, like stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm like, that's just. But so I weird think it's y'all it's just that. generational. Like our generation, we were at the beginning of social media Mm -hmm. so we've seen it grow we see what we can do with social media that's where a lot of bloggers came out of a lot of influencers not saying that uh her demographic doesn't have influencers but our influencers like and theirs came out of like tiktok which is is very very fast and small like quick yeah like interactions where that's not us we were at the rise of like blog posts i even see her like youtube subscribers compared to my youtube subscribers that's so different yeah and they're people her age but the way they vlog is so different from like the people we watch who vlog yeah like the people we watch like remy um alicia alicia like all of them the og ones that like we grew up with it's a very specific kind of vlog style you know what i mean bright colorful you know yeah the ones that she's watching it's like unedited it's raw it's just like i have a camera here yeah. you know what i mean there's Which a really neither, structure neither is, to it is wrong or right yeah it's just very different the different styles i do really love the generation that we're in though mm-hmm. like but i'm biased but i think yeah. that ours like I enjoy putting in effort into that mm-hmm. and I enjoy when creators put in effort because mm-hmm. they're getting paid for it they, I think yeah. they should put effort mm-hmm. like Claudia Saluski that effort I that bitch puts I love her and she deserves every single yes. subscriber and I think like that is peak yeah. influencer she doesn't have to post every week or every month it's just whenever she does it's like it's gold. beautiful it's very peaceful melancholy i'm like her be- it's kind I of feel like, like emma Chamber- chamberlain yeah like i love that style of vlogging yeah me too. but i also love the like the og ones how they're they're you know just doing everything that they do i just love yeah. all of that yeah i just yeah i agree how do we get on to that Instagram. oh because i was I was telling everyone our Instagram. So, yeah, we're not full of ourselves, but we do know we're cute. Don't say that. (laughs) So, you think you're ugly? I know you don't think you're fucking ugly. I don't think I'm ugly, though, sister. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, with that energy. I don't know, but I was legit just wondering, like, I wonder what these bitches think. 
not bitches, but you know, I wonder what people think. I always wonder, maybe that's like me being full of myself, but I'm just curious because I always, I see people that I know from like middle school and they have like their own business too, or they're starting something or they join the military and I'm like, oh my God, I, that's crazy. Like, I wonder what she's up to. And yeah. I see them once in a while on Facebook when I get on and I'm like, I wonder what they think when they yeah. see me posting stuff like that. Like, this, this girl's crazy. Or, this girl's really in it? Like, yeah. This chick? Just kidding. But I like that we do everything for ourselves, not for clout. Yeah, like, we're I not- don't think, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get big on this. Or, like, oh, my God, yeah. people Especially are going like to like me. like, the podcast. Have you realized we've been doing the podcast for four years? No. That's as... I've never realized. We've been doing the podcast longer than, like, Pretty Basic has been around. And they're millionaires off of the podcast, but we haven't made shit. We're in the underground... <laughs> <laughs> oh and it's based on the consistency and obviously they already had a following yes they and, have an and, agency and maybe we're annoying oh god i really loved what the podcast was before mm. where i would like start fucking crying bawling my eyes out to a microphone why haven't you cried because i don't have feelings anymore you're in a different stage of i life shut too. them off Period. You know what we should do for an episode is what? react to one of those episodes. No, I will literally barf in my face. <laughs> barf in your I face. I hate hearing him back. Okay. I'm exposed. I'm mm-hmm. listening back. <sighs> Anywho. So what do you want to talk about today, Kennedy? The world is your oyster. No. I'm about to drink another sip. I'm sorry for the noise. We're going to take a quick little oh, break. And quick. if you hear the in the back it's fucking hot and i'm not turning off the ac for you bitches it's 116 degrees out here yeah i'm not turning off the ac why are you looking at my water like it's how disgusting? long has that water been sitting there since this morning when i had lunch oh, okay i'm just wondering okay get off my ass you act like you're my mother well, i'm just worried for actually you. you act worse than my mother my mother doesn't give a fuck <laughs> she lets you drink shit mm-hmm, no <laughs> okay, so uh, let's bounce off of what we were saying about the foundation. Oh, yeah. So our foundation is called the Girl Almighty Foundation. It's like a extension of our, Girl our Almighty. store, Girl Almighty. Yes. If you didn't know, we have a, sh- a store. A store. A store. Yes. And Go so the foundation, it it's all about empowering women. Uh, part of that is every month we're going to choose a book, and it's going to be the book of the month. This month, Kennedy took the reins and picked a book. It's yeah. called Women Don't Owe You, you Pretty, Pretty by Florence Gibbon. Yeah, you gave this to me. I did give it to you. I really wanted it, but... You can have it. I finished it. You read it already? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I finished it. I was going to give it to you, but are you going to oh, read it? Oh, you read it fast. Yeah, I want to read it. The graphics in this book, if you guys haven't she seen, draws them. Yeah, she I think you could herself. easily do this. You're going to do this for my book, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we wanted to read a little part of whatever Kennedy felt like we needed to hear. Oh, yeah, because she has a bunch of different chapters in here. Um, but one of them that I wanted Cassandy to really read was, You Are the Love of Your Own Life. That's beautiful. Baby. And if you, if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, you wouldn't know that Cassandra, a.k.a. me, is on... A dating hiatus, uh, emotionally unavailable year starting June of 2022. Um, so I'm currently in that right now, and so this is great. Mm-hmm. What is there it? was a love yourself. It's <laughs> what? Are, what am I supposed to be doing? 
Um, the chapter is called You Are the Love of Your Own Life. Okay, but gorgeous. I had you read this part in the coffee shop when mm-hmm. we were hanging out. It says, if you could stop worrying about romantic love altogether, what would you be able to achieve with this new enormous resource of energy? Dude, so much. And I just thought of you because I remember you were saying something similar to that a while ago. I was? Yeah, or like a long time, like a while ago. About? Because you were saying, when you were going through your breakup, mm. <laughs> or the separation. You it was a separation or it was a breakup? <laughs> <laughs> they're, you, they're two different when things. When you were going through your separation. Like, are you saying that because I ended up getting back together with him? No. Why is it a separation? Y'all separated lives. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you were saying, like, I remember you saying that you were, like, all the energy that you were putting into his stuff or, like, helping him with his stuff, you weren't focusing on the stuff that you wanted to yeah, focus I on. Yeah, I let my own shit Like, go. Your, your business and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought of you and about that. How do you feel about when, that? When I read that, I was just, like... You know, like, I just started thinking a lot. It was, like, a list of shit in my brain. Yeah. Dude, ever since I can remember, I've always just thought the meaning to life was to find love. I don't know when it started. I don't know if it's because of, like, I would spend hours watching fucking Disney movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've always just fantasized about the day I was going to meet somebody to love me. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was, like, in elementary probably pre-k i never thought boys had cooties i always wanted a boy Mm -hmm. there was never a time where i was disgusted by the opposite sex i would love them always (laughs) so ever since ever since i was a kid a baby i've always i've always had a crush on someone Mm -hmm. and, and you know me when i have crushes it's always been the same it takes over why was i gonna say encapsulates encapsulate encapsulates encapsulated you are encapsulated by your it, crush. Yeah, like, it just consumes my every being. And so, especially as I've gotten older and I've started having sex, sex especially connects you even more to this person. Yeah. So a crush becomes, like, life-altering. And crushes are All they do so, is crush you. Are so, like, you feel it all because you know you... In a way, you can't have them or you won't be able to get them. So, mm-hmm. like, it just hurts even more. But also, it's what gets you through. Like, yeah. I loved going to school just to see a crush. Yeah. It would or make like, my day. Or, like, be, like, to pass them in the hallway just to see your crush. Like, But, like, when I had a crush in school, my crushes were always extremely unattainable. They were, yeah. they were either, like, three, four years older than me or they were uh, fucking teachers at school. I never had a crush on anybody my age. Ever since I was in elementary, I would have crushes on the kids in middle school. You are It was okay. always like that. Look at you. Get it. So, because of this, they were so unattainable that it would consume mm-hmm. my everyday life. I would be sitting in class thinking about them, fantasizing. Yeah. Um... Like, literally just, like, picturing and daydreaming my life with them. Mm-hmm. It was not healthy. I've brought this into my adulthood life, not so dramatically. Like, I don't sit here and just, like, think about what could be anymore. But I, if I'm involved with someone, my entire life goes to them, and that's not good either. Yeah. And with my ex, it was like that. Him and I had kind of, like, similar interests, like, career-wise, but I would help him. Because he was in need, and like I know my shit, but he didn't know what he what he should be doing. Yeah. So I am just like a helper. I see somebody, and I want to help them. I want to fix them. So yeah, I could be. I could have 
been a completely different person had I never given myself mm-hmm. to so many people. A thousand percent. Like, I think about that and I'm like, I'll get really depressed, bro, if I get into it. But, like, it, had I not ever done any of that. Are you going to cry? No. So you haven't cried? No, I can't cry anymore. I told you. Oh. No tears come out. Let me go cut an onion. That cry, doesn't work. Cry for the views. It doesn't work. Do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. Okay, side note, that is my fucking motto from now on. We're doing shit for the plot. And if you have questions, don't worry about it right now. Yeah, we'll get, get back to, that. to it. Um, I, I just think about it sometimes and I'm like, when I was in college, I a thousand percent knew without a doubt yeah. I was going to go to New York or London. Mm-hmm. Like I, I when people ask me what are you gonna where are you gonna be in five years? New York or, Lo- or London working in like the high shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm nowhere. So when I'm when I think about it, I'm like I wasted so much of my energy trying to find a husband, trying to find like my future baby daddy, trying to form a life with someone instead mm-hmm. of forming the life within myself. <gasps> Whoa! So so we when all I read so when I read that I was yeah. like yeah dude I I have yeah, wasted a lot of time. That's basically what this chapter is about. It's like how society we. It's so easy to get consumed in finding a love or a partner. And you know why? You because lose. all of society, all any movie you yes. see, any song, the the we meaning to a- the meaning to life is love. love so if yeah. you haven't found love, what's wrong with you and why haven't you found it and you need to get on that. And that is exactly what she says like in a different way. She was like single doesn't mean you're waiting for someone. And a lot of people associate like, oh, she's single. Like, what's the problem? She needs mm-hmm. to go be finding somebody. She needs. She's lonely. Her life. She's gonna end up nowhere. Like, and I think for our parents, maybe in a way they're thinking like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be a grandparent, or oh my god, she's gonna end up alone. But being single doesn't mean like you're waiting for somebody to come. It's just like I'm just fucking living my life. Yeah. In the energy space that I want it to be. In. And it's like that for both genders because. Whenever my brother comes home, he's a doctor now. He he for real put his life on pause because for he was real? like, I want to get to that career. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that, you have to shut that other side out because yeah. you only have time to work on your career. Yeah, I didn't choose a career that was that heavy. And I still like, you know, I don't know. But when he comes home, family will ask, why haven't you found somebody? You're almost 30. Like, yeah. you need to get married already. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that dude every fucking week. My mom is asking I me, always, have I met yeah. someone? I always feel... It hasn't started until now where, like, my dad is saying, like, are you going to end up with someone? Like, are you, I don't it's want you to be age. alone. And it makes me feel sad because I'm like, I don't want them to worry about stuff like that because that doesn't bother me. But it's just, like, I almost feel bad. Yeah. Like, I'm like, damn, maybe I should be. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, Kennedy... So it's in your role. own timeline. Like, when yeah. you're ready, you're going to be ready. Always, and even that, yeah. when the right person comes along, it's going to happen. And, like, you say, like, growing up, you always, um, like, thought of that. And I, I always had my wedding plan. Yeah, I always had a crush, right, on guys. Like, I've always had a crush on someone. But I never, impi- like, pictured me getting married or having kids. I never even pictured my life after, like, past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I legit don't see it. I what don't do you know see why. now? I can't even see 20 years. I'm just trying to see, like, can five you, years. Can you see yourself, like, by 35? No, I actually can't. I'm just trying. I always try to see it in, like, five years, and that's, like, pushing it from my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so in five years, do you see yourself, like, engaged? No. What do you see it as? I see myself moved out <laughs> yeah. in a career that I really, really love. 
um, and just with people that I love. But I don't see, like, specifics. I don't, I don't have a timeline for myself. But I also, more and more, like, growing up, I do want a family eventually. But mm-hmm. I don't see that. It's just, like, a feeling like, yeah, I would want that if it happens in my life. Yeah. But it's not like it has to happen at this time. Or it has to, like, it and, has to be yeah. this and that's, or that. That's interesting to me because you're such a planner and you're a perfectionist. So I yeah. would think that you would have a life plan. But also the thing about me is ever since I was little, I, like, trained my brain to never, like, get my hopes up for something. Mm-hmm. So I... Kennedy has this thing even when we, like, book a fucking flight... Get it's a not real ticket. until I'm living in the moment of that it. or Kennedy's like wow I hope I don't die before I get to go there oh that's one she of the always things. fucking says that that's one of my things too like is that really sad like no. like if there's a movie that's coming out like okay for example Stranger Things the last one it's mm-hmm. not gonna come out to 2023 or 2024 mm-hmm. I hope I'm alive to see that like <laughs> it's so, little things that don't matter but still like that's what I think of yeah but I don't, I don't know. I can't. Well, I just think it's interesting because, like, we're total opposites. I am go with the flow and you're the planner. But when it comes to that, I'm the planner. And I'm and very, so like, I, chill with it. I just celebrated my 26th birthday, right? And it, it I was already in a quarter-life crisis. And now, mm-hmm. even more. But now I'm at the point where it's, like, enough sulking and crying for yourself, bitch. Start doing something. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm doing this it's thing time to work bitch that's why i'm doing this thing where i decided to be emotionally unavailable because i've ha- i've had it and also i need to focus on my career i spent too many years mm-hmm. focusing on a person and not focusing on the career that i envisioned for myself mm-hmm. when they asked me at 20 where would you be at 25 this yeah. isn't where i wanted to be mm-hmm. like not even close so now when they're going to ask me again I'm going to be where I want to be by 30. And that's not going to involve a relationship. I'm not going to shut it off. Like, if it happens, it happens. But I need to focus on my career. Mm -hmm. But my 26th birthday really did that. Like, the week before my birthday, I was fucking depressed. Because I was like, I am nowhere where little Cassandra wanted to be. Like, this is horrible. By 25, I thought I would be married. By 30, I was going to have my first kid. Now I'm at the point where I don't even know if kids are in my future uh, I don't know if I want them. I know I want to be married. That's mm-hmm. a, a for sure thing. It was a little rocky there with my la- my last relationship. I really told myself marriage isn't needed. But I do think that I personally want that. It. Yeah. I don't even know why I questioned it. Like I said, I've had my, my marriage plan, my wedding planned yeah. since I was a baby. <laughs> I've always wanted a wedding. Mm-hmm. So and, Yeah. And you say you don't want a baby, but in a case where you're really in love and it happens, you are going to have a baby because you've always had baby names and I'm not talking about three names I'm talking about freaking lists I do a list list for boys and a list for girls maybe there's like eight or ten names Mm -hmm. like she's got first and middle names set yeah but what I mean by I don't know if I want kids is I don't know if I want to birth them yeah so in a way yeah like the right person in the right environment you would accept the child in yeah a hundo percent yeah. What else does that chapter say? Um, yeah. <laughs> did, like, did you highlight anything? 
Well, I highlighted just like paragraphs. I didn't want to highlight in this book because it's it's a like a glossy paper. It's very glossy, but I kind of highlighted uh, bookmarked points. Mm-hmm. This first part is mainly talking about that, like how we prioritize that stuff, like our romantic. She says how we prioritize our romantic life over our own mental health, friendships, and the relationships you have with yourself. That's one thing I don't do. I I yeah. prioritize my relationships evenly. Which I'm proud of. Yeah, like, you do. You've you know done, that there's a lot of people yeah. who they get a boyfriend and they, like, fall off the face of the earth. I've never been that type of person. Yeah. You I'm, haven't. I may slip up from time to time, maybe for a day, mm-hmm. but I'm always there. Yeah, no, you're really good at that. Thank you, Kennedy. That, other- I don't know if you're good at it. You haven't had one yet. But if you ever slip up like that, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the no, other part the other part it talks about stop settling for crumbs when you deserve the whole cake beautiful and i guess like that is the topic of he's doing the minimum what did i say today he's that doing you said that the minimum oh he bought flowers and came to visit her oh yeah i was like oh my god he came to visit her and he got her flowers and you were like that's the minimum but to me, I'm like, but that's to, uh, so nice. That's, like, the most. Yeah. <laughs> like, the bar is actually low. I and can't she remember like, a time where a guy showed me above minimum. I don't even know what above minimum is. She was like, these are the crumbs. She's like, the crumbs can be as such. Okay, tell us. Text messages. Okay. Liking your Instagram pictures. Okay. That is a minimum. Come on. Mm-hmm. The cr- that is a crumb. What if he's just, like, not very active? On your on social media. Well, that's fine, but if you if you know you're in a post with me, or if you know that I post it, like oh my god, I look at this, I'm gonna post it, mm-hmm. and actively choosing not. Yeah. Okay. That's just a dick Continue. move. Hitting you up randomly with the what do you what are you doing text? Like that fool today. Yep. Compliment complimenting you out of the blue, saying things they know all that will fluff your ego. Okay. Shit. Dropping back in after a period of ghosting when they're running low on self-esteem, you're their mm-hmm. hit to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Always. Whoa. Uh, that's it that she put. Do you have any, any more to add? I'm sorry. What was that list for? The crumbs. The crumbs. Um, let's see. Everything my ex-boyfriend did. I see a crumb. Crickets. I see a crumb as taking me out on a on a date. Yes, for that situation, that was, yeah. that was. Because I remember, I would be like, "Why doesn't he like ask me like get dressed and I'm gonna take you somewhere nice?" We would have dates, obviously, but it would be like, "Do you want to hang out today?" Yeah. I've never had a guy that's been like, "I want to take you out." Yeah. Never had a guy that says that. That is fucking rude, Cassandra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about? Answering the phone when I fucking call them or calling me back if they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> calling me back. Yeah. Damn. Um, oh, a good one. If they tell you that they're going to come over or go out with you at a certain time, they yeah. don't fucking ghost you and leave you hanging. For real. They, my, or when they're running late. They give you late. a heads up. But my ex. When they follow How through. many times did my ex stand me up, bro? And he was my boyfriend and he would stand me up. God. And, and I would be waiting, dress, and he wouldn't tell me he wasn't gonna come until like four hours in, 
But by that time, I had already gotten undressed or gone out with you. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not a bitch to wait. Period. <laughs> but, like, still, it would bother me and it would make me very mad. Yeah, because y'all had plans. But that was, like, a boyfriend thing and that was oh. crumbs. But it's hard when crumbs is all you've ever known. It's hard to not accept the crumbs. Mm-hmm. Then you don't see them as crumbs. That and, like, especially what I realized recently is, like, I was just so happy to have somebody want me in that way that mm-hmm. I was accepting those little things. Yeah. Because... I don't know. I'm also a very open-minded person. So I'm like, this person's busy. This is all I can get from them, but I'm choosing to stay with them yeah. and I want it. Mm-hmm. So the crumbs is what I get. But no, it's not what we, anyone fucking deserves. Yeah. That reminds me of the other book that I read, Why Men Love Bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said something about that in one of her chapters, like when you're first going up with this guy or like y'all are talking and texting, it's how you present yourself in the first, like in the beginning. Like if you... S- assert your way that like you're not the type of girl that's going to be like waiting or like yeah you set your boundaries you set your boundary then they then they know like okay you can still get fucked over true but still like in the beginning like your boyfriend shouldn't be doing things like that as soon as you said that i thought about the girl that was also my boyfriend's girlfriend and she's both of okay i don't think i ever said that we didn't do a second part. <laughs> well, we don't need to. I'm fucking over it. Uh, well, my boyfriend cheated on me and had two other girlfriends. So he had three girlfriends plus. Who knows the other ones that we didn't find out about. Um, both of the girlfriends were like that. They set their boundaries very early on. Mm-hmm. And he accommodated to everything they wanted. They thought that it was just them. He was a really good liar and really good at separating his worlds yeah with me i didn't get that but i also never set my boundaries until later on Mm -hmm. by then it was like bitch you chose to be with me in this relationship you cannot change it up yeah that's what he would tell me like i stayed yes but that scares me for the future now that i'm learning what i want and what i don't want yeah let me set my boundary and i'm gonna end up get being like those two girls and still get fucked over yeah because yes he cheated on me and yes it hurt but my pain is probably not even close to the pain that those two girls felt because to them it was like that was their relationship it was completely out of the dark and mine wasn't out of the dark because i it was an open thing but i just thought it was sex you know so there was a a thing that was crossed there for me but not as much as them yeah who then set their boundaries so i'm like how can i trust that a guy is going to actually respect my boundaries and respect me that's the thing though with like whenever you're in the right space to like date or find love you have to take chances like that i don't want to anymore okay (laughs) done and done sister at least not right now ask me well no not right now but like with anyone i guess ask me in a year a year from this date yes ma'am ask tell siri remind me in a year check up on cassandra i'll try to remember what else is it saying um, she says, learning how to love yourself to avoid relying on other people's validation to make you feel whole is the key to not settling. Mm-hmm. Because when you already have a delicious fucking cake, the idea of someone else's crumbs and settling for a mediocre love that leaves you starving ceases to be tempting. Beautiful. Refuse to settle for less than you deserve. Bitch. Punto. There you go. I agree with her. I like how she writes. Yeah, it's like she's, she's writing. She is writing like she is talking to a friend. It's really good. 
What was the other chapter that you said? Oh, there was like two chapters. To date or not to date. Oh yeah, so tell me about that chapter. Hold on, let me go to that. Let me go to that page. <laughs> One moment, pause. 78. We need like a intermission song. You know what I mean? Yeah, so okay, so there she says there is so much power in knowing what you do and don't want from life. And dating someone new is an opportunity for you to practice setting your boundaries and protecting your energy. Going on dates, whether they turn out well or not, offers endless possibilities to learn about all the different sides of yourself. And this one, I was like, okay, interesting, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, I get she's talking about, like, you go on multiple dates. Like, she's dating around. Yeah. But she's not putting all her eggs in one basket with one person. She's seeing, like, okay, what do I like? You know what I mean? I've never it's been almost able to like do an, that. It's almost, the way she's saying it is almost like it's an experiment. Yeah. She's trying to also figure out what she wants and what she likes also while dating. Yeah. But I feel like that's so hard for people to, like, separate. Do you, do you think you could do that? I think if I was in the right, maybe. I think you could do that more I than think, I could. I think I could if I was willing to go on random dates. And it has to be it has to be spur of the moment dates. Like it can't be like talking for a while and then let's do no, a date. Then, it needs to be like then you start liking the person. And you yeah, just want to date them. It needs to be like let's go to coffee and see if we vibe, or let's go here and see. It, it yeah. can't. I don't want to be talking with someone on the phone for a while and then it be like. You're such an Aries. Oh, I hate when you fucking say that. That's not a bad thing. Whatever. Every time y'all say it, y'all say it bad. And she says. <laughs> when someone shows you who they are, believe them for the first time. Bold. She said, read that again. Bold. Yeah. My How do ex, you feel? the ex that I'm like um, friends with right now. Yeah. He told me, I don't have any pity for you in your last situation because it's not like he didn't tell you who he was from the start. Pure, yeah, that is true. And coming from a guy and coming from like someone who knows me, I was yeah. like, I guess you're fucking right. It is true. It's just hard to, like, not have hope for the better. Yeah. But, no, it is, like, people always say that when you're first, first dating, the both individuals are only showing you the best part of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, if you're already struggling, if you're already having issues in the beginning, it is only going to get worse. Yeah. And I truly believe that because it's happened time and time again. Like, yeah. if I'm if I'm in the first beginning couple of months and I'm coming to Kennedy or I'm coming to any friend with an issue, like, that's enough. Yeah. Also, another thing I always see on TikTok is, like, if you're writing in your notes about how you're feeling, oh, then it's, it's done. Red flags. Yeah, because this is the beginning part of your relationship. It should be fun and light and exactly. easy breezy. And if they're already showing you that it's not easy breezy, yeah. then it's never, ever going to be easy breezy, no yeah. matter how much effort you want to put into it. Especially when y'all aren't even, like, actually together yet at yeah. that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all are just dating, getting to know each other... And there's already so much that's going on. Like, whenever you're talking with that person, it's like, dang. Yeah. What's going to happen I, when we're together? I wish I knew that. But I, that's what she's saying. Like, you're dating to discover things about you. And, like, mm-hmm. this shitty thing happened to you in this relationship that you had. But you're, I'm sure there are some things that you learned about yourself of what you want in a relationship after it. Yeah. Like, once you're done with the whole year thing. 
<laughs> I was gonna say once you're done being upset at the person, upset at yourself, then you step back. Yeah. I could write a list right now mm-hmm. of the things I learned, and yeah. it's like a positive thing. It fucking sucked that it happened, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I agree that every single thing. I hate to be cliche, but it all happens for a reason, and there's always something you can take from it. Yeah. And then another part. Chloe, that- come here, slut. Her tiny feet. She only moves when we talk. Yes. It's like she's tired of us. But any other time, Chloe is a fucking couch potato. She doesn't move. No, and then we start recording and she's hyper as fuck. She's annoying as fuck. Anyways. Oh, the other part that she talks about is stop asking yourself if you're good enough for people or are they even good enough for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really smart and like a good thing to keep in the back of your head whenever you're talking with someone or like doing that dating time like do I really like this person like what do I like about this person or do I just like the way they look or do I just like that they like me yeah like that's another thing at that point I wouldn't like anyone (laughs) hold on it took me a second it took me I was like what do you mean (laughs) Cassandra stop saying sad things like that to me sorry but that I think like a lot of times, or I don't know, like, I feel like people just like that they're liked back. Yeah. Like, no shame in it. Everybody wants to Everybody be liked. Everybody like, wants to be liked, so, but when they're giving you that attention, it's like, wait, do I really like you, or do and I then, just like that you're, you like me? That, and especially for people who have gone through, like, a lot of lonely times or a lot of bad relationships, mm-hmm. um, you, you are also scared that okay, what if I do leave this guy because he is giving me crumbs? I'm going to end up alone. Yeah, that's the chance, I guess. I have an an aunt. Oh, God. Who got her heart broken when she was, I think, 19 or 20. And ever since then, she says that she has always been broken. Like, she's never been able to find love again. She has had a thousand and one boyfriends. But she's never been able to commit and to, like... She's never been married, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And my mom always told me... Don't be too picky, because look at your tia. She was picky, mm-hmm. and she is alone. And she's always fucking told me that, and Damn. I've always had it in the back of my mind. Oh, my God, I don't want to die alone. We have a, my my mom's aunt in Mexico. She recently died. She was 100 years old. Oh, my God. She had never been kissed. She had never gotten her, her hand held. She never fell in love, never even, like, got close to it. What? And I... I, like, met her, obviously. I knew her. Mm -hmm. And then my aunt, and then everyone always said to me, you're going to be just like them. Oh! That I'm going to end up like my aunt and end up like my great aunt. Well, no wonder why you are the way you are. And so I'm just like, at that point, even if I've been in bad relationships, I'm like, but I'd rather have this misery than be alone. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where I've already been alone for a few months. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, the longest I've been single for the past four years. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I would. It's very um It's peaceful. liberating. And it, yeah, it's peaceful. I saw a post the other day that was like, I would rather be alone than be like constantly fucking worrying mm-hmm. about someone else's I life. I think, yeah, it is very peaceful. You do get like lonely in some parts. Like, of course, it sucks mm-hmm. sometimes. And I remember when you were in Italy, Italy last year, like, I remember talking to Bray about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we talked about how, like, being single, because we were the single ones at the time, I believe. 
still are. Uh, and we were saying, like, it is fucking peaceful. And you put in your energy into the things you want to do, and you're very selfish with your time and your money, and you get caught up in that. But then there are moments where you're like, oh, my God, it is kind of sad. Yeah. Or it is kind of lonely. But then, like, that's but just don't part you feel of being... Because you're holding out on it that you're... In this, in these years, it's when we're actually getting to know ourselves. Don't I, you feel I like always, it's preparing you even more? I always, um, like, you get those little moments of it, and then it's other moments where you're like, wow, I actually don't know who I am as an adult. I don't know what I actually like in this world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, I, you're still learning. And me, I've always grown up in a very, like, little, small, protected bubble that I, like, I hadn't, I, the first time I smoked weed was in college, like, I was such in a bubble of this world that I'm, like, I'm still, like, figuring out life. And the one thing that I always told myself, like, when I was little is, like, I always want to travel and be able to do things like that with people that I love. And now I'm being able to do that. But it's, like, I've never, you know, I just, like, want to value my selfish time right now. Yeah. And, you know, when people ask you, like, why are you single? They don't get it when I say that. They're, like... Okay, that's good yeah but they don't get it because they themselves are how yeah. i was thinking they don't want to be alone yeah. so they're like they remember when they were single and they feared being alone so yeah. they're like why don't you fear being alone yeah and it's not that i'm afraid to be alone forever because i know i'm constantly going to be around people that i love but it is like oh i don't want to miss out on something like i it took me a while to, like, open up my heart again and be like, okay, you can accept it when it comes into your life. Because for so long, I was like, for a while, I was like, I don't want that. Because then I see, like, loving someone so badly and then them going away and how much, like, literally your world breaks. Yeah. That is what ultimately closed up my heart forever. But it was, like, slowly more and more I'm learning, like, it's okay. That's just part of life. Like, people leave people die people life goes on so it's just like people fucking cheat on you people fucking (laughs) fuck up you know what i mean but it's like you can't i'm learning to like not close up yeah and be closed-minded on that yeah i'm trying to i think no matter what as much as i say i'm broken and whatever i'm a hopeless romantic i don't think that'll ever go away Mm -hmm. so like i it's not that i'm on this thing because i fuck fucking hate love it's just, I love yeah. it so much that I no longer want to tarnish my view on it. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, I'm doing this because when I am when I get out of this, I want to love somebody authentically and healthy. Yes. And, like, with everything I have. Mm-hmm. And I want to You're be... You're doing this for you. And I want to be able to say, like, I love you, but I love me more. Yes. And, like, I, I'm healthy in my mind. And gonna we're going to be healthy together. You're fucking make me cry over here. Oh, my God, cry. We love a character development. Yeah. This sounds like a really fun book. This is. I recommend. Go to our um, foundation page. Yeah, we're, well, we're doing the book of the month. Oh, and a and, podcast. Excuse me? We're, aren't we doing podcasts, too? Yes, the podcast this, this month was pretty basic. And I just highlighted uh, four of my favorite episodes. Talk to, tell us about those. Okay, so if you guys don't know what Pretty Basic is, it's a podcast uh, that follows the lives of two influencers, Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz, which is Miss Remy Ashton on Inst- on uh, YouTube. I don't know if she changed it or if that's like still oh what God, her name is. Does she? I have no idea. I'll read the little blurb I have here, the podcast overview. Pretty Basic is a weekly podcast hosted by two 20-something-year-olds. 
Um, they're best friends and digital creators, Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz. Each week, they welcome listeners into their daily life for a special helping of the tea you're not getting from their wildly popular YouTube channels. From fun, lighthearted conversations about dating to sharing their tips on how to feel more confident, each week you'll be left wanting more. Content baby content. New episodes every Wednesday. So content baby content. Yeah. That's kind of like ours. We just say it. No, but you're saying, like, do it for the plot. Do it for the plot, everyone. They always say we're doing it for the content baby content. Oh, we're doing it for the plot over here. So my top four episodes that I put... The first one, which is kind of, like, what made me want to highlight them, Mm -hmm. was, I think this came out June 15th, The Dark Reality of Content Creators' Mental Health, and this was Alicia addressing her depression, Mm -hmm. and it was the first episode that she, like, bawled her eyes out, and I liked it because when she was speaking about how she's feeling, it kind of, like, like, a little light bulb hit my head, and I was like, that's exactly how I'm feeling and I've been confused as to why I feel this mm-hmm. and not to be like hee hee I have depression but like it's good to acknowledge when something is going on in your head yeah depression like it is a sickness and you have to like work to get through it and I I enjoyed listening to it because I'm somebody who's always comparing myself to others it's a not a good thing but it's something that like you can't help yourself do doing especially when you see them vlogging their life and they're only showing you the highlights Mm -hmm. so it's like but we're not too far in age so i'm always like oh if i had started my youtube earlier if i had been more consistent when with my youtube when i was on it maybe i could be like them and successful and happy and whatever and then to hear how she's struggling and has been for the past couple years but Mm -hmm. she finally opens up about it i was just like she's a normal person and like I felt, like, more safe knowing that, like, somebody yeah. else is also feeling what I'm feeling. Yeah. And a lot of influencers don't really open up about how they are dealing with mental illnesses or anything like that. Yeah. So, I really like that one. Also, too, I like that she talks about her anxieties. Yeah. Because during COVID, I remember she was saying, like, she is now on medication for her anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, like, you really don't see it. I never saw it on her, st- like, on her um, vlogs and stuff like that because, of course, you always see, like, a side of them. Yeah. But, like, they go to these parties. They go to... They're always, always meeting people. So, of course, like, you have anxieties. And especially, I can imagine, because there's so many influencers doing similar content. Yeah. I'm sure that you're... It's always very, a competition. It's always a competition. They're always probably self-criticizing themselves of like course, yeah. i'm not doing enough i'm not being unique i have to be perfect because at it. youtube especially with alicia and remy they are the one of the og youtubers they yeah. started the lifestyle vlogging mm-hmm. and back then everybody was doing the same type of videos now it's still the same but people are more advanced so it's like what are you doing to set yourself apart from everyone yeah. mm-hmm. and they talked about that in this episode because they're like I don't it's it's hard for them to come up with new ideas that someone hasn't already done. Yeah. Totally. And Remy told her, "Do what makes you happy. If a what's in my bag video makes you happy, mm-hmm. do that because the channel's for you, not for anyone else." Yeah. That's what's I think they get caught up in like the number of views that they have to have. Yeah, of and course. the subscribers. Of course, cuz that's their livelihood, like that's what determines it, but mm-hmm. it's so hard to like separate that. And it's like any other job like like, you can't tell me your job doesn't consume your life. Yeah. It does it to everyone. Yeah. It's just that their job, it's like, 
oh my god I think about it and I'm just like that's that's so hard even though I would totally want it but it's like a yeah. 24-7 job you a never get struggle. off yeah like even when they go on vacation they, they have, have to be on vlog. and then like there are some that aren't on the level that they're at right but they are still vloggers and they're influencers but they like I've noticed more and more they're saying like oh I'm gonna log off for the weekend because it's yeah. Which like I'm on vacation. Which they're now scared they're, to do, but I'm like, yeah. as a viewer, as one of your subscribers, it doesn't bother yeah. me. And I know for them, like, they were on that routine of, like, posting, posting, posting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it has to have a schedule. It has to have, like, that. And I've noticed with YouTubers that do that, they get so burnt out right away. Mm-hmm. And, like, Claudia doesn't post a lot. Emma does. She used to post a lot back in the day, but she slowly but stopped it. But now their their content, it's like when they do post, it's beautifully made. Yeah, and I think they're that's putting what more energy into yeah. it instead of like it's about quality, not about the quantity. Yeah. But I still love like Alicia and Remy's. Like, it's like a comfort. Yeah, I agree. So that's why we highlighted them. That was just one of them. The other ones, questioning our relationship with religion. That one was really interesting. It had what we said on it, which is, uh, what's her name? The redhead that we saw at the Pearl. That's her podcast. The redhead influencer on TikTok. Oh, JC. JC. That's her podcast. Oh, okay. And it was just talking about, like, how to, like, let in religion into your relationship or also, like, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people struggle with that, too. Like, you're super religious and you want to, like follow that yeah but you also want to enjoy your boyfriend even though you know you shouldn't or yeah, like, yeah you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. so it talks about that then there's another one how to get your dream job in the entertainment industry youtube digital and influencing that one's cool because like i said they're ogs they know a lot of shit like they yeah. could easily do a whole panel on it and mm-hmm. i i love any type of uh video that they do or podcast where they actually like give us insight on how to do it yeah and then the other one was losing yourself to find yourself, which is basically mm-hmm. everything we've just fucking talked about today. Yeah. So that's that. It is crazy to think that they're like around the same age because they seem so much older. Yeah. Well, I think Alicia's 29. Oh, so shit. That's a, she's old. That's another reason why she's going through this depression. Mm. The same thing that I said of like what I envisioned in my yeah. life, she's struggling with it. I'm like, girl. Yeah. Girl Dash. Girl Dash. But she, but she's just recently started a new uh, series on her channel. And it's like, this is my last year in my youth. This yeah. is my last year in my 20s. And uh-huh. we're going to live it up. And we're going to yeah. do this year for myself is what she basically that said. That is... Yeah, that just gave me a chill. Yeah. And I think uh, Remy's 26. Or maybe a year older. I don't know. But she's like around our age. Damn, sure. Rem. Her too. That bitch, she does not seem 26. That girl seems... Like, tw- like Alicia's age, 29. Yeah. They have. It seems like they have their life together, but it was just beautiful to know that no matter what they, we have, yeah. everyone struggles. Yeah. I think with, like, how they're so, like, in the public eye, too, mm-hmm. you have to grow up really quickly. Yeah. And be mature really quickly. And Alicia's really even quickly. talked about the fact that, like, her sister has a boyfriend, her best friend has a boyfriend. She's almost 30, and she hasn't... Alicia! She hasn't, she hasn't got a prospect in sight. I want to cry. Yeah, so I listen to her, and I'm like, it just feels really? good to know that yeah. it's not just, like, us And more this. people need to say that, because, I mean, like, like, you feel lonely in it, but you know that there's other bitches out there, right? Yeah. But nobody says I know it. People, it's, like, it's like people are ashamed to say... And I know people who are in relationships or in marriages, and they still feel lonely. Period. So, like, we're here thinking what that's what we need to yeah. find our happiness, but it's not because 
you can't find a person to help you be happy. No, you have yeah. to be happy before it. Exactly. That doesn't even sound like a sentence that would have ever come out of my mouth. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. her. That is not me. Who is she? It's the new you. We'd love to see it. Well, we're hitting an hour, so. All right. Well, we gave you a juicy one today. My eye just twitched. Bye, guys. Love you. Oh, we're done. Thank you for listening. Yes, love Come you. Come back next week. Tell us how you feel on this. <laughs> yeah, give us your thoughts. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.